Chapter 16. The Tridents Work When You Don't Blow Stuff Up With Them Clancy walked with confidence toward the rock where Neff still snorted and sighed in his sleep. Adam gave one last look at the room and then looked down at the peacefully sleeping Kelpie with regret. He didn't want to wake him. He gripped the trident, feeling it hum the closer he got to Neff and the wall. Just as he reached the place where they entered and cleared his throat, the sound of crumbling rock met his ears. Time to go! Clancy stopped short right in front of him as she held her trident out in front of her, unsure how to hold it. He almost ran right into her. Do you hear that? She whispered. Or is it my wild imagination? Depends on what you hear, Adam replied. Sounds to me like the sphinxes are trying to break through the wall. Clancy snapped her eyes shut. Darn it! I wanted that to be my wild imagination. You don't have one of those, Adam reminded her. The scratching grew louder as their claws thinned the wall. He moved his trident from one hand to the other, trying to get the feel of such a long, unwieldy weapon. He set it down to put his backpack on his shoulders. Once it was strapped tightly to his back, he took the trident in his left hand and picked up the map with the other. We need to get out of here. Did that tablet say anything about how these things are supposed to help? Clancy asked, tilting her trident back and forth. So typical of you, Adam grinned, always looking to books for answers on how it's supposed to work. I don't think the people who last used these needed an owner's manual, Clancy. She snorted, whirling the staff in her hand around. If you're so smart, why don't you... Blam! Adam ducked as a bright jet of golden light shot from the center prong of Clancy's trident. It shot over his head and blew a hole in the wall behind him. The same wall separating them from the sphinxes. Stones and black dust exploded into the air, and a large talon reached through the hole to pull out more rocks. Neff bolted up on his hooves in a split second. What just happened? Clancy shrieked as the hole in the wall got bigger, and an angry sphinx jammed its head through the wall to look for them. Its shrill yell echoed around the room when he spotted them, and with a squawk it backed out to dig more fervently. Loose rock rolled to the floor. All right, uh, we have to figure out how these things work. Now! He grabbed Neff's mane and jumped on his back. Any ideas, Neff? I got nothing, land troll. Tell your friend to hop on and let's see how far down this room goes. Get on, Clancy! Adam yelled, offering her a hand as more rocks from the wall tumbled down. She reached up hesitantly with a shaky hand. When the rest of the wall fell down and three sphinxes rushed in, she vaulted onto his back behind Adam and pointed her trident at them as Neff bolted. Adam turned to see a jet of purple flames erupt from her left prong, hitting another sphinx in the face. The sphinx let out mad cries as it exploded in a cloud of flying feathers and black smoke. How did you do that? He hollered as Neff ducked his head and ran between high shelves, full of stuff they passed too quickly to see. I don't know, she cried. I can't control this thing. Neff turned one corner after another, trying to confuse the two sphinxes now snapping at his hind legs. Each took a turn in opposite directions, making Adam wonder how long they had before the sphinxes found them again. I think they found a way to head us off. Think, Adam, he said to himself, his brow crinkling in concentration. Maybe it was just about focusing their thoughts? Clancy wanted out of the room, and the trident made that happen. Just in the wrong place. She probably wanted the sphinx gone too, and the trident made that happen as well. Could he focus his mind to aim the magic? A wall, Neff! Clancy yelped. We're going to crash into the wall! With one hand still gripping her trident, she held onto Adam's waist for dear life with the other. Neff sprinted into a clearing between aisles, where they suddenly found the two remaining sphinxes cutting off a way back. They plowed forward, into the only aisle left to them, a small, dark corridor with a dead end, lined with bolts of dusty fabric 
looms, and weaving supplies. They had no way to turn and no way back. If he didn't try something, they would all die in an ancient magical civilization's sewing room. Adam hung on to Neff's mane with one hand. His thighs gripped the kelpie to keep him steady. His arms rose to point the trident at the fast-approaching wall. He closed his eyes and concentrated, sending his thoughts toward his hand and the weapon it held. I want through that wall, he murmured to himself. I want through that wall! The trident started shaking, jogging his arm and sending shivers up his spine. He shuddered. Opening his eyes at what should have been the moment of impact, he saw all three silver prongs light up. The jets of light met in front of the center prong and joined together to discharge a thick beam of energy into the wall. A hole just large enough for Neff to leap through appeared. Adam looked back and watched the hole close right as one of the sphinxes attempted to jump through to catch them. It closed with a crunch on the beast's neck, and it squawked in protest as they dashed away. They slowed, and Neff came to a stop. The three turned to look at the griping sphinx stuck in the wall, half its body in one room with its head stuck in another. Neff nickered with an amused shake of his head. Not bad, Landroll. What did you do? Adam shrugged, still a little shaky. I figured it out. He hopped off Neff's back and stroked his long nose. What about you? Are you okay? Do you need to rest some more? Neff shook his head, sadly this time. I just have to take it easy. How will I know when you're 100% again? My eyes. Check my eyes. Adam looked up. Neff's normally glowing green eyes were a dull black. He watched as the Kelpie took a deep breath and saw a surge of green before they faded again. Good job, Neff. Clancy reached forward to pat the Kelpie's shoulder before she turned to Adam. Any idea where we are? Adam shook his head and offered her the map. As she poured over it, he turned to scope out the new room they found themselves in. This room was all black, even more vast than the room they left, but it wasn't a storage room. Even though it had several corridors branching out in front of them, spreading in three different directions, the rock walls held no shelves. This was definitely not a storage room. Looks like we found the maze, Adam commented as he looked around. Clancy, who'd been holding the map close to her face, dropped her hands in frustration. The paper rustled as she held it out for him to see. It is the maze, she answered, pointing to their location on the map and slipping the coin into his hand. And, on the map, it leads to a room labeled Lair of the Ninkinanka. I don't like how that sounds. Did you read about that in my book, too? he asked as he bent low to study the map. His heart sank as he looked at the seemingly endless maze. A river ran through the room, and only one way through one of the twelve corridors before them would get them through to the center. If they made a wrong choice, the maze would dump them back out where they started. I didn't see a ninky nanka in your book either, Clancy said in total defeat. I'm kind of over this. Every time I think we've escaped, we find ourselves in a bigger mess. Even if we find which route takes us to the center, we have to defeat a ninky nanka, whatever that is, before we can find our way through the rest of the maze. No, we don't, he responded, pointing at the map. Look, the river runs right through the center of this maze. But did you follow it and see where it ends up? His finger traced a blue curvy line to the map's end. If we try to take the tunnels all the way down, we still have to figure out which room the gate is when we get to the bottom. This maze we're in is only one big maze inside this crazy network of tunnels. But if we can slip past whatever's in the middle here, the river ends near access to the gate, she said excitedly as she looked. We can float down there. Maybe that will save Neff's energy, Adam responded. Neff leaned his head onto Adam's shoulder and sighed with closed eyes. Neff approves. Adam grinned. 
Clancy frowned again. But we still have to get through this stinking maze. We don't know which way to start. You're forgetting something. Adam pushed the staff of his trident into the soft gravel floor with a thud. We have fireball power. I figured out how to get through the walls with these. He shook the silver end at her. Clancy jumped back. Don't point that thing at me. I shot through the wall on purpose, he reassured her. I made that happen. You, you did? Clancy took a step back. He studied him for a moment and then held her own trident at arm's length and examined it with squinty eyes. But how? I think the trident is like... His voice trailed off as he thought. It's like a magical conduit. This place is chuck full of magic. I focused my thoughts and the trident focused the magic. You did? She repeated more quietly, her voice laced with awe. Adam took a step toward her and grasped her trident. You see it, Clancy, but I still don't think you believe what you see. You'll never make sense of it, so just believe in it. Stop thinking so much and trust yourself. She frowned. I don't know how to do that. Sure you do, he smiled. You can do this. It was you shooting out the wall by mistake that made me think of how to do it. With your brains and my instinct, and a little magic from the tridents, we can get through this maze. Her brown eyes met his and sparkled. Are you sure? Adam started to nod, but a deep gurgling growl ran through the chamber. Whatever made that sound was huge and probably hungry. He flinched but ignored it, gripping his trident confidently. I'm sure of it. Watch. He aimed at one of the walls between the entrances to the maze. Within seconds, a beam of blue light hit the wall. The perfectly round hole appeared briefly before closing in on itself and disappearing. Instead of finding our way through, we can blast our way through. Neff stomped and pawed the ground. Ah, I love it, land troll! Let's do this! The grumble from the creature deep in the heart of the maze grew louder and angrier, shaking the walls. Pebbles rained down from the ceiling. Adam took a deep breath. <sighs> yeah. Let's do this. Just remember to jump through quickly, Clancy grinned, turning to point at the wall behind them, so we don't end up like that guy. The sphinx still stuck in the wall thrashed its head, squawking as they laughed at it. Standing shoulder to shoulder, Adam and Clancy clutched their tridents. With nervous confidence, they strode into the maze with Neff at their heels.